and welcome to episode 18 of Connectivity. I am Scott Thompson. We have a heck of a show for you today. Uh, kicking things off, myself, Mike, Zach, and Patrick all talk uh, news and listener mail. After that, we kind of get a Famicast light with uh, Danny Bivens, Dan Koopman, and James Charlton getting together to talk about the uh, 3DS demos, which uh, just released at least a few in North America. They kind of go over the whole uh, glut that Japan's gotten over the past few weeks. Uh, and ending the show, myself, Neil, Zach, and Mike uh, talk about Swap Note and if it's the greatest thing of all time. Enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the uh, news and listener mail segment of this wonderful episode of Connectivity. Uh, with me, as always, um, Scott Thompson. Hello, hello, hello. Mr. Mike Sklens. Bonjour. <laughs> and a special guest host who's becoming a regular, Patrick Barnett. Hello, everyone. Hello. So the first thing we're going to do is news, and uh, I'm going to lob the ball right on over to Patrick because he's been our news guy this week, so go to it, sir. <laughs> all right. Um. So this week there wasn't really as much as last week where there was all that stuff about Kid Icarus and uh, Tiger Woods not coming to the Wii. Um, but the first one, I guess this is Mike's story of the week. Um, Nintendo isn't going to be patching the Maka Woohoo glitch in Mario Kart 7. So I know you said you yeah. wanted to talk about that, Mike. Yeah, for those of you that don't know about this glitch, um, if you go to our news story, uh, there's a video of it, like a link to a YouTube video of it. Basically, um, on Maka Woohoo, in the first segment of the race, um, you go through like, you do a little bit of driving and eventually you get to a point where there's like a big lake on your right hand side. And if you drive at full speed into that lake and make it far enough, which is pretty easy to do, um, when Lakitu picks you up and puts you back down, he puts you back down on a totally different part of the island, um, that is like, like in segment three ahead. of the race. Yeah. So you will be like infinite, like, um, unless, Unless the three people behind you, like, draw nothing but blue shells from all the boxes, <laughs> you are almost certainly going to win. Um, I did it once. I had to see it in action for myself just to see if it was real and how easy it was to pull off, and I got it on my first attempt. Um, and actually, the race I was in, um, I don't know if I'd done this to myself, um, like, if I'd, like, mentally told myself to race bad, but, like, I got off to the probably the worst start I've had in any Mario Kart race ever. <laughs> like, I just, got, I ran into every item, and, like, and then I hit, like, a truck, and, like, all this shit. Um, so the other guys were all, like, super way ahead of me, and I said, well, fuck it, I'm just gonna try this glitch. And I totally won the race. Like, <laughs> I had no business even being in that race after, like, the first 30 seconds of it, and then I won, and then the next person was, like, a good 30 seconds behind me before they even crossed the finish. Wow. And the race wow. is only, like, three and a half minutes long. Did did a little part of you die inside, or were you like, yeah, screw you people? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's way too easy to exploit, and I guess I haven't played Mario Kart Online in a couple of weeks now since I've been real busy, but apparently now there's a problem where, like, if you play online in a random room, like, everyone will just choose Maka Yeah. yeah and it seems do. to be that, um, I don't know if this is a guaranteed, but it seems to be if there's a majority vote, like, if two people pick one level, and then the other two people pick two different levels, it seems like it's a 100% chance that it's going to be on that one level that two people picked. That's I don't know true. if, they, if yeah. is there a voting system where if one track has more votes than the other tracks, does it automatically get picked, or does it just have a higher percentage of being picked? It seems to me that it's automatic, but I can't say for sure. Um, people will just spam Makawuhu, they'll get it, and then they'll, like, and, like, all of them will do the glitch, so there's almost no point in yeah. them doing the race. Like, 
the glitch, if all four people do the glitch, then there's not, it's not, then it's kind of still a fair race. Right. It's just a really short race at that point. Yeah, it's a really, yeah, it's like a minute and a half long, maybe at the most, um, a minute and a half long race. Yeah, it puts you, like, halfway up the mountain, um, in the third segment, like, and, like, right at the end of that mountain is, like, when you do, like, the big hang glider segment into the finish. Mm -hmm. So it puts you up, like, halfway up that mountain, so you're basically, basically done. It puts you in, like, the last sixth of the race. Right. Like, halfway through segment three. And I guess they're not gonna patch it. Now, are we surprised that they're not going to patch it? Because I'm no. not. I'm not. Yeah, they I mean, don't have that. Even so. though they've said they, they have, have the capability. The I don't know if they do have the capability in games they've already produced. Because think, like think about should, the, the recent glitch with Skyward Sword. I mean, they didn't patch that to fix that. Didn't they just offer something you could download to fix your save? Yep. Yeah, they could Basically patch the a game save file. Yeah, so it could happen to anybody still. Like, you can still buy Skyward Sword today and then go and get the glitch, and then you have to download yep. this file. So they won't even patch Wii games. So There's got to not... be some way to... I mean, they've said you can put DLC in. Like, maybe just make it so the servers don't recognize Makawuhu and make everyone download a new version of Makawuhu that doesn't have the glitch. Like, you could do oh, something. Oh, they could. They, you oh, could, yeah. they could do something. If, they could if, put their heads together and figure it out. Yeah, if they cared enough. I mean, it's their system. You know, it's not like that we're talking about a third party. I mean, <laughs> Nintendo yeah. developed the hardware. They, I'm sure they have a way. Yeah, they, they found can a way. It. Like that Skyward Sword glitch was big enough. Yeah. That they found a way around it. Like, okay, well, we can't patch the game, but we can release an app that will fix your save file. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like that's good enough. That's all I really need. Right. But there's but, nothing, <laughs> no save file related thing here. And that speaks to their priorities. I mean, if it's going to mess up the single player experience, they'll fix it. But if it's just a basically a multiplayer exploit, they don't care. I mean, it's yeah. sad because this feels like like Mario Kart DS was the best Mario Kart game until Snaking ruined it. Yeah. Yep. And now you can't play it online, and you couldn't play it online like like a month or two after release. Yeah. Nope. And I I feel like the exact same thing's going to happen to Mario Kart Seven, which is a bummer because it's probably maybe it's one of the most competent online games they've ever made. Mm-hmm. Like it's got these lobbies and you can have like, you know, communities and like it, it, it works much better than any other Nintendo game has, even though it doesn't work near as well as other games, mm-hmm. other yeah. systems, but come on, just fix that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thankfully don't, you can Don't connect. let internet, internet assholes ruin this Mario Kart like they did the last one. Yeah. <laughs> the last handheld one. What were you going to say, Patrick? Um, it, it's good that they implemented the communities and stuff because now you can at least play with your friends much easier and assuming your friends aren't just jerks, you can uh, <laughs> skip that. Avoid the yeah. Maka woohoo. Problem. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. Well. Which is, and it's a real bummer because Maka woohoo is one of my favorite tracks. It is a great track. I think, oh. I think, just to, John, a quick rat hole. I'm really bummed out that there's only three of those multi-segment tracks in the whole game. Yeah, that is Like, they're really good. They're awesome, yeah. There should be more of them, and they should be longer. They feel shorter than the three-lap tracks. I don't know if they are, but they feel shorter I than think the they longer three-lap tracks. Except maybe Rainbow Road. That one feels decently long. Yeah, yeah. it is. But the Maka, the, the two Woohoo Island tracks, yeah, I wish they were I wish they were longer, and I wish there were more... Maybe not always Woohoo Island, obviously, but I wish there were more... Um, more friggin' multi-part tracks. Those are fun. Yeah. Be interested to see, interesting to see if they ever go, like, really heavy to that route, where a lot, like, most of the levels are the, the segments instead of the, you know, the three tracks. Like, I would be happy the, if uh, they made it 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of neat. I wonder why well, they even... Yeah, at least I would be happy if 50. at least the final track of every cup, like the final mushroom oh, track cup, nice. the final flower cup, cup, track and everything. Like, the final track should always be a multi-part track. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. But yeah, right. so, 
That's Suck that. that. <laughs> All right. Um, so moving on. Um, this is probably more interesting than possibly that. Um, the 50 WiiWare demos that had previously been on the system, they only ever had probably, what, three or four available at a time? Yeah. They're yeah. all available to download again, which... <laughs> That's funny to me. I don't. It just doesn't make sense to me why Nintendo chooses to implement this now as the Wii's basically entering its last... That's why. <laughs> yeah, they just don't care anymore. Try and get a few more sales out of the thing. Maybe. Yeah. I feel bad for WiiWare developers, honestly. At least, at least back then. It seems to be getting better now. It seems to be much better, at least on the, the eShop. But the WiiWare yeah, was just so, yeah. was so borked to begin with. And yeah, I mean, why, why would you limit demos and, and remove them after some amount of time? I mean, what? Well, they do that on Xbox Live too, because I guess they kind of use them as promotional tools. And once the, like once the game's been out for like two weeks or a month or something, they, they, they take it away, I guess. Do they really? Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, they do that on, they do that on Xbox Live. Oh, right? I didn't know that. I don't know if they do it on PlayStation Network, but. Yeah, stuff does disappear. I was just reading somewhere that, uh, I forget where I read it, but they said, um, maybe it's Nintendo got someone new in there and they were like, what are you guys doing? Why are you getting rid of all the demos? <laughs> what are you insane? Yeah. <laughs> we just, we have them sitting here. It's not very hard to put them on there. Like, why don't we have them on there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe. I that hope so. That might be the case or it might have been just a complete accident. Can you imagine that? If they had someone forward thinking enough to think, hey, let's put the demos all up there and leave them up Fire there. Fire them. <laughs> yeah. What is this scary witch thinking that you've uh, brought here to Nintendo? <laughs> Basically foreshadowing of the Wii U, maybe? And I would hope so. I really would. And I, I hope those demos um, for all those Japanese and European games come stateside. I really do. The 3DS demos. Yeah, the 3DS demos. I don't know how they couldn't, but... Well, the Resident you know, Evil one's supposed We'll get to be. demos eventually, but you're going to probably have to, like... You can't just download them. You have to go to the Nintendo station at Best Buy, and that's the only way you can get them, or... <laughs> they did that with DS games, but that's because, like, you know, you could go to the DS, and the demo was literally stored on the DS demo unit, and or they had a second DS that was, like, usually they had hidden behind, like, a like a cabinet or something, that all it was doing was broadcasting demos, but you had to go to the store to get it. Yeah. Yeah. God, they, I hope they're not stupid enough to do that with the 3DS. I don't think they will. <laughs> yeah, let's hope not. God, that would be awful. <laughs> I mean, I don't think so. You can already download, like, like most games now on the eShop have, you know, like, little videos you can watch showing gameplay and everything. So yeah, we're getting they're, there. They're almost there, yeah. Well, Mike, think about this. They're kind of buddy-buddy with GameStop now. So if they really wanted to screw us over, those kiosks would be in GameStop. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Well, those, but they've already had that deal with Best Buy, so. Oh, okay. Either way, I don't want to go in either store. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yes. um, and anyone else have anything to say on that or? No. no. Okay. I should um, check out some demos, probably. <laughs> Fluidity, baby. There you go. Yeah, I need to download that. Um, but our last story of the week, basically, Spirit Camera: The Cursed Memoirs, is coming to the U.S. Now, yes. this is a game that was announced for Japan. They showed it off at that Nintendo Direct event, the most previous, the most recent one. Um, mm-hmm. And basically, it makes, it takes use of the 3DS's AR functionality using some book, and it basically is some horror Fatal Frame spinoff game. Now, I keep hearing that. Is it an actual Fatal Frame spinoff, or is it just a Fatal Frame ripoff? I mean, is it affiliated with it's the series that. at all? It's a ripoff. That. Okay. Yeah. Okay, because I kept hearing both that you know it was like in you know like sort of a spinoff, but then I've also heard it was just ripping it off, so I wasn't sure. 
Yeah. I assumed without Fatal Frame in the title that it was just... To be fair, the Fatal Frame games are not connected. Um, They're all separate stories Mm -hmm. that just happen to all involve a ghost hunting camera. (laughs) Um, Very common. There's no no shared storyline. Yeah. Um, So this could, you know, be a Fatal Frame game in a way. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it because, you know, that AR stuff, there's a lot of possibility there, and and this is exactly the kind of thing it would be good for. Yeah, this could be really cool. I'll probably just pick it up just for the AR stuff because I guess nothing's really used the AR functionality of the 3DS so far, except for... Face Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Kid Icarus is gonna with oh, yeah, those silly true. cards. Oh, yeah, but is that gonna? I wouldn't be surprised if that gets cut out by the time the game comes out. Oh, really? That, I, I think mean, they're I'm gonna, gonna add as much way. content as possible to that game. Maybe it feels like it's gonna be short. That's for that's for true. Well, that's why. <laughs> I gotta beef it up somehow. So. No, I'm I'm excited about this. This is a, a 3DSware game that I'll be getting day one. Yeah, seems pretty cool. I mean, I'm all for the AR, and it'd be kind of cool to just walk around your house looking for ghosts. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so that's basically the news for the week, I guess. Handing Sweet. it back over to Zach, I guess. I, I wanted to bring one more thing up. I go for pray it. and hope that Code of Princess comes here. <laughs> Maybe that's just me. That really just got a Japanese release date, right? I know. I just I think so I was I, the one that wrote that news story. Too. You did. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, I hope it comes over here because I am a superficial bastard. So all right, <laughs> that should tell you about what the game's about. Yeah, doesn't. I'm guessing boobs. <laughs> boobs. Uh, okay, so now let's do some listener mail. Um, uh, we have a big long one here. Uh, kind of a response to our response to that letter last week about Skyward Sword and how much it apparently blows. Um, do we want to read the whole thing? <laughs> I, I, I cut out you, a couple. You cut out a lot. I'll, I'll read this first one. We'll take turns reading mail. Okay, so this, this listener mail is from Tan, and he writes, Hey guys, long-time listener, first time writing in. Danny is 1,000%. You know what, actually, you're, uh, sorry, you're, you're actually missing them up. This one here is from, um, Andy Gergen. Oh, this Uh, is from, oh, you're right, it's from Andy. One time connectable. This letter is from friend of the show, Andy Gergen, who would be recording with us were it not for his screaming brood. Okay. (laughs) Andy writes, Danny is 1,000% dead on about Majora's Mask. I got it on launch day and got every mask. Then I came back to it in early 2010 and was surprised to learn that it really holds up. I thought I was getting burned out on Zelda, but really I was just burned out on 2D Zelda. Like Obi, Mike, I don't know if I can ever go back to a standard top-down Zelda game. That said, I'm about to start Phantom Hourglass soon. I played a few hours but never beat it before, and we'll see how that stacks up. Anyway, the point is that Majora's Mask is awesome. 3DS remake equals day one purchase. Well, we were just talking about how uh, we might all start Majora's Mask. I so just restarted it. Uh, yeah, you just restarted it. Yeah, well, I and I, I almost played the GameCube version, but I read apparently that one's got like a shitload of glitches in it. Oh. Uh, not like game-breaking glitches, but I guess really annoying ones. So it's free on Club Nintendo right now for only 150 coins. So I just That's it. insane, too. That's pretty yeah. good. Well, what was the GameCube? What was the GameCube version? Was it on like the it was, uh, it was Ocarina the collector's, edition. collector's edition? It thing? comes with Ocarina, Majora, uh, Zelda, and Zelda 2. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
The Majora's Mask. Called, is... I think it's called the Collector's Edition, but then there's another Collector's one that disc. is Majora, or that's um, Ocarina and Master Quest, and that's a different one. That's what yeah. I have, yeah. Majora's Mask is a game that I've actually never played, and I probably should. <laughs> well, yeah, we we were just talking before you came on the call. Um, I guess we'll let the cat out of the bag a little bit. We're thinking about doing kind of like a, I don't know, a game club type thing where we all play a game and then we talk about it. So we kind of tossed around Majora's Mask. So if that's the case, you should play it with us, because... I don't think a lot of people have played it. I, I was talking about how I got it when I was like 11 years old for my birthday, and I didn't get a player's guide with it, and I played up until I ran out of time and the moon crashed for the first time because I had no idea where to go, and I never, ever played it again. Like, never even tried. I just was so distraught over that. I love yeah, it's, an, it's annoying. I did the I same thing. I only have three hours to beat this game. Like, yeah, oh, my I got, God. I got, uh... I got, like, through the first dungeon, and I got the boss key, and then, like, the six-hour timer came up, and I'm like, I still got all this stuff to do. <laughs> and what? now I have to beat the fucking boss, and I don't want to stress myself out, so I'm just, I want to take my time, but you can't take your time, so I just reset the, the clock, but of course, now that I've reset the clock, I have to go back, I have to re-go through, um, like, all that bullshit with the monkeys, and I have to re-rescue Clone or Kotake or whatever, which, whichever one it was that needed rescuing, and it's just, I gotta go do all this shit again just so I can get back to the dungeon. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> so yeah. you guys should play that while I play uh, Skyward Sword. Yeah, well, Skyward Sword I think is much better, but maybe not. I, I don't know. I haven't touched it since the last week. Well, and speaking of Skyward Sword, so our second uh-huh. our second letter huh, does does come from um I think he he pronounced he told me how to pronounce his name in the email. I think it's Tan Soon if I'm remembering correctly. And um, he had a big long another letter complaining about Skyward Sword. So apparently it's not just pure evil. Um, whose letter we read last week. Um, I'm not going to read all of it. It's very long, but mostly he complains about the, the fetch quests and how there's quite a few of them, and every time you want to get something or do something, you've got to go find something for someone or collect so many of these things before you can get inside the dungeon or different things like that. So I will yeah. say... Yeah, basically. So he, he does close on, I thought this was funny, he says, So that's my experience with the Legend of Fetch Quest, Skyward Shut the Fuck Up fee. I won't call it a bad game, because it's not, I just think it's heavily flawed and rather lackluster and disappointing in comparison to other games in the series. I'd rate it about 7 out of 10. Oh, and Link looks like a total dink when he's holding his sword out. Um, <laughs> yeah, because you almost always hold the sword forward. You do. Yeah. yeah. Unless you, I don't know, unless you... Make an active choice not to. To put your hand down, I guess. Yeah, or to put it up in the air and, like, run behind you like a samurai or... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I would... Uh, I, I Most of my complaints with Skyward Sword are, are like, user interface things. Like, things that, like, feel like... Like, how many Zelda games have you made? How many video games have you made? And you've made a, a, a handful of, like annoying flaws at the interface level of, like, I mean, I mentioned this already, but, like, every time you reboot the game, it has to re-explain every treasure to you. Yeah, yeah. that's annoying and as hell. The menuing, and, like, it feels like this is, like, the polish stuff that you need to get right. Yeah. It's the, it's the stuff that should be the, you know, it's it's it should be easy to do, but it's, I guess it's not quite easy to do it perfectly. Right. Uh, easy to do, hard to, hard to do right, I guess, but it's, how many video games has Nintendo made and they can't get the menu system like, smooth. It's it's really annoying. Yeah, there are some, some weird 
things in there. And you're right, like, every time you reset the game and you pick up a monster claw, it's like, oh, well, this sharp claw is found, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, you've told if me you, what a jelly blob yeah. is, like, 500 yeah. times now. I've got 56 in my inventory. I read it 56 <laughs> times. I know what it is. Or I think Pure Evil even complained last week about how when you go to the town and talk to the townsfolk, they just tell you the same thing over and over. So, like, yeah, I you'll talk was, to the potion lady, and she's like, oh, this is my new potion that restores stamina. And it's like, yeah, I know. Just give it's me not new, potion. dude. You discovered it, like, <laughs> fucking... Yeah. 30 hours ago, I could yeah. buy this potion. It's my, you know, my wife makes these potions and I, I enhance them. It's just something I do. Yeah, like, yeah. I get it. I know what you do. <laughs> I know. Dude, I've done it like 10 times. I know what you do. Do these potions create memory loss? Because we've been here. I know this. Are there side effects I don't know about? Yeah. What is going on? And then yeah, it was, it was the, the other one where... She t- yeah, oh, yeah. There when, was the other when... one he mentioned that, uh, like, after... um. Well, no, wait. I won't. I won't talk about that because it's spoilers and uh, and Zach hasn't yeah. there yet. So, but where are you gonna say, Patrick? What is what is Fee? Like, like Fee uh, tells you every single time your hearts get below a certain oh, number. Oh yeah, your batteries yeah, it, are low. Something is like it, that. Is <laughs> if is if when your hearts are low and the game's beeping at you, that wasn't enough. Fee <laughs> has to go. Hey, stupid! <laughs> go find hearts, or you're gonna die. Like, thank yeah. you. I've never played a video game before. I wasn't aware. That running out of hearts equaled death. It feels like you know there's an option in there for like how dense do you want the interface. You know, there was an option, like, do you want the full, and oh. do you want the full drawing mm-hmm. of the Wiimote on the screen, or do you just yep. want the buttons, or do you want to strip all of it away? Yeah. I played with it in, like, medium mode, because I liked seeing what items I had equipped and such. Yeah. But, when you change that, it should maybe change those other things, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I have the control set to expert. Maybe you don't need to tell me every time I reboot the game that I, what a monster claw is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, and I do, I do agree with, um, with Tansoon here about the, the fetch quest. I mean, every time I had to go do something, I knew it wasn't just going to be a simple, like, go into the dungeon and get what you need. Like, there's always some some series of steps you have to take before you can even get in the dungeon. And, you know, it, it just, they really have to figure out a way where they can make it just a cohesive environment. And, and there's not all these, like, gates that you have to go through to, to get where you need to go. Um, you know, like, I think of something like Skyrim... And, you know, it's just this big open world, and you can basically do anything, and you're just discovering things as you go along. And I just, I don't know why Nintendo can't come up with more organic solutions. Ocarina kind of does that, kind of does that. Yeah, for the, yeah, I, I do agree, for the it's most part. more than Skyward Sword. I mean, there's some things where it's like, well, you have to have a certain shield before I'll let you pass, or something like that. You know, it's like, but that, it's nothing like Ocarina of Time, or um, Skyward Sword, where it's like, well, you have to find these four furry creatures in the forest before I'll tell you how to get into the dungeon or whatever, you know, it's, it's, and every single time you go somewhere new where you have to do something, it's like that. Yeah, I get it, you want me to explore the area, because you know I'm going to be coming back, (laughs) Um, but yeah, I don't know, it could be a little more, a little more streamlined, I guess, but we've talked talked about this to death. Yeah, (laughs) and he does point out the dragons, which I agree with, I mean... No, I won't really spoil it, but the dragons are all funny. It's like, oh, you need this, you know, to save the entire world and, and timeline? Well, before I give you what you need, Can you're you going to have to... do my laundry first? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like they they kind of want... <laughs> some of them want kind of mundane yeah. things that you feel like you probably could do. Yeah. Like, they could, like, I don't understand why you're doing this. Like, just, just I need this thing. It, the in, fate of the entire world depends on it, and you're going to make me, like... Do your do your laundry or whatever, right? But th- but that said, and I, I understand I understand the complaints. But at the end of the game, once I'd beaten it, I did not think about those things unless I no. was trying to find things to complain about. I mean, I the agree. overall experience, and when you're in the dungeons, and when you're really like just having 
when the things are clicking with the game, I mean, it's so smooth and it's it's just so incredible. That's I, what I, makes the little things stand out so much is because yes. the rest of it is so good. Exactly. That anything that doesn't look that good kind of, like, sticks out like a blemish. Right. Well, I, I totally agree. So I, I still, I understand the complaints, but it, it just did not mar my experience with the game whatsoever. So. You're clearly all a bunch of fanboys. Fanboys, yeah. <laughs> Money hats. Yeah. You'll, you'll see, Zach. I mean, you're still playing it. You haven't stopped playing it. Even it, amidst getting letters every week about these complaints. About how shitty it is. Yeah. Um, no, I am still playing it. Although I just, uh, I just downloaded Odin Sphere and I really can't put that game away because it's so beautiful looking. My God. <laughs> uh, but I will get, I will get to uh, Skyward Sword. I also have to beat Pushmo yet. So there you go. Yeah, I need to do that too. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, Mike, you want to read the third letter here? Sure. This is from XC Warrior. Uh, why is it that Nintendo and third-party companies have announced a lot of games for the 3DS in Japan, but many have been hesitant to see if they're coming over to the U.S.? Uh, those Nintendo Direct shows so far feel like all Japan exclusives, with very few exceptions. Well, Spirit Camera. <laughs> yeah, I know it's kind of ironic that we talked about we've this and after the Spirit Camera news. But... Yeah. But I do, I do agree. Still stands. I, I've seen some people point this out that the that the um, Nintendo Direct shows. It seems so sort of ancient in a way because with the internet and how everything's connected, like why are you having Japan specific? Can you guys enlighten me? What is this Nintendo Direct show? I've never seen it. It was uh, when was it? Patrick, you probably wrote up some news about it. It was just a few yeah. weeks ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like three weeks ago. Basically, it was this J- Japanese. It was during the day, about noon Japanese time. Oh, okay, so it was like a live streaming it was, show. Yeah. It was basically yeah. Iwata sitting or standing. Oh, okay, I, I watched one of those. Okay, oh. I watched one of those. Yeah. yeah. He just so showed that's something all, they all the do regularly? for quarter one. Yeah. Okay. I don't but, know how often they do these, but... Aren't it, those it, designed for Japan, though? Yeah. They, They're not really designed to be seen by anybody in the U.S. They're in Japanese, right? Yeah, yeah, because it's 10 o'clock our time, on yeah. at least East Coast time. I don't know, man. I don't see why this guy should be complaining then. That stuff is made for Japan. Of course they're going to show games that are coming out in Japan. Yeah, but they stream it so everyone can see it. And, like, the way everything's connected globally, it's like, why... Why would, I don't know, it, it does seem sort of archaic in a way. I mean, I understand not everything's going to come to America, though sometimes I don't understand why. Because I, we I, have I guess the Nintendo culture difference. show that you can download on 3DS every week. <laughs> yeah. That's our it, equivalent. I mean, it really it, is. It's yeah, like yeah. PlayStation Network has core. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like it's a video magazine, basically. Yeah. When they did the last Nintendo cool. Direct, there was uh, supposed to be two streams. One was supposed to have subtitles, but that didn't really happen. I'm not sure. What yeah, was. I heard that. Yeah. Like. There was two different streams going on. I don't know. Yeah, I remember well, they do that, and they're gonna explicitly expose, like you know, make it so the American audience can understand it and watch it. Then I, they they probably they, what they probably need to be doing is doing a different show for America. Yeah, yeah, but they don't. You know, there's there's no the dark Nintendo, and it no. makes by the way, it makes sense to do different shows for different regions. Marketing concerns are very different. Cultures are very different. Right. So and, I, and I, I don't. You know, obviously the whole world can watch it, but it's. It's pretty obvious that this show is for Japan, and sure, you can watch it in America, but you understand you're watching a, like, you're basically watching a Japanese infomercial for, designed for Japanese people. You should expect it to be very Japanese. Right, and I get that. It, it just is surprising that the amount of games that don't ever come here, you know, or don't seem destined to come here. Um, yeah. It's just kind of interesting. I, I, I can't think of really, I know, I don't know if they're out yet, but I know like V, 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 is that six? I don't know. And then, um, <laughs> What else? Mighty Switch Force. I don't know that they've come out in Japan yet on the 3DS. I don't think they have. Uh, which are a few, like, I guess, exceptions. But for the most part, I feel like all American-made games end up in Europe and Japan. Um, yeah. 
you know. And and some Japanese-made games, games, even sports games do. I think some Japanese-made games do better in America, like Metal Gear and Metroid. Yeah, yeah. Those, those are few and far between, but then again, well, I guess there's are. probably very few American games that do better in Japan than right. America. But yeah. I, I understand that, you know, some of these games are like dating sims, which <laughs> aren't going to do well here. You know, I understand that some of these games are very, you know, Japanese-centric. Uh, yeah. But still, like, it is kind of, I don't know. It's yeah. kind of weird that you don't see more crossover, but... yeah. I understand. Well, they're I, also a Japanese company, so obviously right. it's probably easier. It's easier for them to make deals with Japanese uh, Japanese developers. Um, the 3DS is more popular in Japan, so of course there's going to be a larger, like more developers are going to be working on it over there than over here. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense, but it, yeah. it is kind of a. It's I guess it's just kind of a bummer. Yeah. It's if a anything. Bummer, man. So yeah, uh, I guess that's it for mail. Yeah. There you go. Well, there you have it, folks. That was uh, mail and less uh, news. And uh... you know, Zach, real quick before we do wrap up, I do just want to say you kind of hinted at it in the beginning, but um, Patrick here and Danny Bivens are going to be more oh, yeah. regular uh, contributors on connectivity. Um, with Andy out sort of indefinitely with his baby, and then Neil just busy with site stuff. It was kind of ending up where it was just me, Zach, and Mike a lot for like the news and, and segments like that when we couldn't get more staff in. So in case both, you didn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> so it, there will be some, uh, at least Patrick and Danny, uh, contributing more. So it should be a more rounded out cast for these, uh, segments that we do every week. Right. Patrick. Patrick. Yes. You're hired. <laughs> You're hired. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the team. Yeah. Get to work. Yeah. <laughs> Back to news. <laughs> yeah. You're not allowed to have a baby. <laughs> at least for three years. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, all right, guys. Well, that's the show. Uh, the segment, we'll, at least. That's the segment. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Yep. Adios. Today is my partner in crime, Mr. James Charlton. Hello, please. <laughs> and joining us from across the Atlantic is our very own Nintendon, otherwise known as Don Koopman. Hello. Hello, please. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd reverse the, uh, you know, the, the hellos, because, you know, you're hosting, so I thought I'd do your little call oh, sign. <laughs> I had to do it again, sorry. Anyways, well, today... Well, today, uh, well, we, we all own Nintendo 3DSs. We all own Japanese Nintendo 3DSs. And I know a lot of you out there are perfectly aware that, uh, you know, Japan has got a lot of demos, 3DS demos here in the past, basically about the past month or so. And we're going to go ahead and actually talk about those today, uh, basically about, you know, 
what's all available here, uh, kind of the stuff that we we uh, like to have enjoyed so far out of them, mm-hmm. and um, basically just you know a lot more on that too. Like you know, talk a little bit about the play limits, uh, you know, kind of the sizes on this stuff. Just kind of get into the details. So uh, first of all, I think it's probably a good idea to uh, you know first of all let it let you guys know what's actually available out there. So. <clears throat> So basically, the demos originally hit the 3DS last month here in Japan, and started out with Monster Hunter Tri-G, there was a demo for that. Um, there was also several other demos available too. Uh, uh, Puyo Puyo, Puyo, Puyo yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, 20th Anniversary, Cooking Mama 4, uh, Crayon Shin-chan, if you're into that. Dead or Alive. Dead or Alive. The, the 3DS, um, the 3D photo book? The, yes. The, the nature one? No. Yeah. Yes. And also, I think you guys are forgetting the Nikola Kanshu Moderu Oshare Edition. Wow. Who can like forget a, that? Yeah, exactly. But, uh, <laughs> but more modern st- stuff also hit the store recently, like Love Plus. <laughs> yes, New Love Plus. Love <laughs> the um, than... That one started <laughs> off as a 7-Eleven exclusive. And oh, yeah. And uh, was it two or three weeks later, it just got on the general eShop. So. Yeah. Yeah, right. that, that exclusive didn't last very long. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then shortly after that, Theatrhythm Final Fantasy came out as well, and Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater 3D, Rhythm Thief, and The Emperor's Treasure, and of course, probably one of the best ones that's out there, in my personal opinion, uh, Resident Evil Revelations. Yeah. Um, so mm, what of these nah. have you guys downloaded? What of these have you guys actually played? I've uh, played I, all of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I couldn't be bothered to download some of the more <laughs> terrible sounding ones. I didn't go for the Creation Channel, the uh, that one that just took you five minutes to say, Danny. The uh, the, the beauty cool one. edition one with the things, girls and stuff. Yeah, that's. I mean, some of these are pretty limited in what you can do. So, I mean, like the the photo book one, uh, the uh, the nature I've, one is yeah. quite limited, right? I think we're forgetting a demo. We're forgetting the Ace Combat 3D one. Oh, oh my God, right. that's right. That's the most recent one, isn't it? That was just came out on yeah. its own suddenly. And for me, it was also the, the weakest of them all, really. Oh, I, I disagree. I, uh, I, um, I think uh, I think it was okay. I mean, I I knew nothing about the game other than what you know James Jones talks about on our fan. So yeah, I was quite impressed by the graphics and uh, uh, it, that it was wasn't, fun. It wasn't really the thing. I thought it was just a bad demo and what it was presenting. Um, hmm. because um, you only have a tutorial level and to get a real sense of the game it's better than to actually play the real product and actually play the demo to my personal opinion um, because there's yeah, not you're just much kind of thrown in there, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of Japanese text so um, if it's I don't really know. I uh, I mean, I got into it quite quickly, and uh, I thought it was quite fun. I'd, I'd like to try those kind of games, so like that kind of demo is perfect for me, because I'm never going to buy those games without you know being able to test it out first. And it's mm. definitely piqued my interest. I w- wouldn't have even considered you know, playing it before that demo. Hmm. Now, Don, um, I do know that this game does feature CirclePad Pro support. Did it do that in the demo, actually, or and did you get a chance to play with CirclePad Pro? No, um, it says. I think it says at the beginning. It's like a. It's like a preview build of 2010 or something. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the E3 version. Yeah. 
cool. <laughs> Actually, um, that reminded me the uh, the theatrism demo is not the TGS demo. It's a lot more limited. Like the TGS one had um, three or four of the Final Fantasy games in it, and yeah. Uh, yeah. one with like uh, like a full motion video in it. I guess they couldn't really uh, fit that into this, you know, into a downloadable chunk, so to speak. It probably would have right. been several million blocks. <laughs> <laughs> and as it stands, I mean, this thing is like, what, I think it's near like 800 blocks. Yeah, so, I, I mean, it was obviously, that's, yeah. you know, how many megabytes is that? I mean, that's so obvious with the blocks to megabyte conversion chart that I yeah, have yeah, sitting yeah, right yeah, next yeah. to me. Yeah, well, I know, off, off my heart, obviously. <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't want to say it out loud. 800 so. blocks is <clears throat> megabytes. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, it's quite a big demo, so uh, it's not the biggest by a long shot, but I think uh, Monster Hunter takes that crown as the biggest yeah, one. Yeah, Mo- Monster Hunter's fairly large. Um, 1,200 blocks? Something like that. Yeah. Which, I don't know, is that like 500 megabytes? I don't know. It's, it's quite large. Something like that, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, it, it fills up your SD card pretty quick. It's be- yeah. It's several hundred megabytes, anyway. Definitely. But uh, you two basically saying that the Resident Evil one is your favorite. Oh, yeah. Yeah. By far, I, by far. You know, honestly, I, I downloaded every single demo, but I haven't even came close to playing all of them. Um, I, yeah, being back in America during Christmas kind of put a damper on me playing a lot of different things. I was just, just trying, you know, trying to spend as much time with family as possible. I should obviously spent more time with my 3DS. I mean, what was I thinking? I think, <laughs> I think the demo that made the best impact towards me was uh, the Winnem Thief R1. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I um that that was at TGS, and I think that was pretty much the TGS demo that you, that we've played. Yeah. So but, uh, yeah, you're pretty much seeing what the TGS people saw. But um, for me, when I didn't have the TGS experience, I only have experience from like Gamescom, and that's about it. So some games I didn't play, some some games I did. So like Metal Gear Solid was no, no surprise for me. Um, but uh, the the Rhythm Thief R one, I really enjoy that. Like I think I'm almost hitting the limit now of thirty. Huh. Wow. Whoa. 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 Seriously? Yeah. Wow. It's <laughs> crazy. That's crazy. I don't even think I've done that with all of my retail games that I bought. <laughs> I think all of my life. demos say 29 plays left <laughs> out of 30. I think I just opened my 3DS. I have four plays left. Wow. Oh, that's amazing. Because I, I'm, you I, know, loved, uh, I love playing those uh, different stages, and it presents all the different elements what yeah, is upcoming it's quite in the a game good demo. pretty well. Yeah. Um, so that's it's really quite an solid. extensive demo. And isn't that what the demo is supposed to do? Like, sell you on a game? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that's yeah. why I didn't like the Ace Combat one that much. I mean, the gameplay okay. is fine, and I think I did a preview for the site where I said that, but the cont- content itself is not very enticing or endearing or something that you really want to play over and over again. And that's a good thing because it only has three plays on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Ace Combat one, right? Yeah. That's, that's the the least amount of plays, I think, followed close, closely followed by the the photo Crayon book, Shin-chan. right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Korean Shin-chan, how much is that? Five. Okay, and then the, the playbook the, is like, the photo yeah, the, book is ten, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then the rest are all thirty, I think. I think there's, I think there might be a couple other ones, that, the ones that nobody cares about, like, that are like five. But pretty much, like, 
80% of them are like 30 plays, aren't they? Right. And honestly, I mean, unless you're, you know, Nintendo, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that's, that's probably going to be enough for a lot of people to, you know, make up their mind or even, you know, just to have, just to play that. It's probably going to be, you know, plenty. Uh, before the game comes out or something. Well, you know? I said I said this in one of, like in the talkback to when the demos were first announced. I said to people like, go and look at your play history on your 3DS games, like your retail games, and you'll be surprised like how many times you think you've played it and how many times you actually have played it. Like mm-hmm. you know, I played um, Mario 3D Land, you know, for you know I don't know how many hours, like 30 hours or something. But if, if you look at the play count, it's only like 40 or 45 or something. It's not mm-hmm. as many as you think. You think it's hundreds, but it's not. Because mm-hmm. if you're playing it once a day and you've had it for a month, that's, that's 30. That's 30 plays, right? So, so 30 is more than enough a demo. Really, really more than enough. So yeah, it's interesting. Go, go and look at your play histories for games that you, you think you've played a lot. You might be surprised. Mm-hmm. I think I think the demos I played less are like really the games I was also less interested in. Like um, I think I played Cooking Mama only once or twice. Um, mm-hmm. I've, <laughs> How can you once. play that more than once? You make <laughs> you make a fr- what is it a pizza or something? What do you make? I forgot. Uh, is it a pizza? I think it's a pizza. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many times can you make a freaking pizza? It's a lot of times. <laughs> I'm really hungry. It's like, oh man, playing that demo just reminded me how much I hey, dislike the Cooking Mama games. Hey, it is free, it's free content, yeah. so why not play it multiple times? Yeah, it's true, but yeah. I mean, uh, it reminds but... me of them, um, like, uh, I mean, pretty much every TGS I've ever been to, I've played a Mama game. And uh, <laughs> it's like, it just kind of No, like, no, no, please don't shake the baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, babysitting Mama. <laughs> Flashbacks? <laughs> but uh, seriously, about Cooking Mama, it feels like a step backwards. <laughs> like um, the, even the DS ones are better than the 3DS one. Yeah, that's that's, that's weird. I, I actually haven't played Cooking Mama games since the first one. I bought it actually pretty close to launch. And, hmm. You know, it was, it was a lot of fun, and it, it really made some pretty good use of the touchscreen. And it's just a pretty unique experience. But yeah, I mean, what? How long has this series been going? And it's I can't imagine it getting any more. Well, as extensive than what it could have been with the first one. You know what I mean? It's like where can well, there's more. There's more in Japan, right? There's like gardening, mama, crafting, mama, <laughs> and then there's some Papa game, isn't it? I think there's a Papa game, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Yeah, shoot, shooting Papa or something like shooting. Your, your, da- your dad trains you to hunt or something like that. No, are you kidding? No, I'm making that up. I don't know. Okay, I was gonna say that would be. <laughs> Um, but we should we should mention that this one's coming to North America, or maybe people yeah, are already playing only, it by now. That's all. Yeah, the the Cookie Mama one is, I think, is only coming to Europe. Okay, so um, European people, you're probably playing it right now. Yeah. And yeah. By the time this is hitting your ears, you'll probably be playing it or not. And you'll be disappointed by it around, around about now. Yeah. <laughs> or you will be more enticed by the Resident Evil one, but uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. The Resident Actually, Evil one is is fantastic. I mean, for starters, this is it's quite an extensive demo. It's got CirclePad Pro support. It's full language support. All the languages like voice and subtitles are all available in the demo. You can you can adjust the 3D settings to make it like uh super intense. I think they call it intense. Like yeah. you can make the 3D come out like an, it's like having an extra 3 blocks of 
like 3D level on your 3D slider. It's kind of like, imagine your 3D slider is like three times as long. It's kind of like that. It's like crazy, crazy depth. Uh, yeah, it's got so many options. And the, um, the titles, even the title screen is just, you know, amazing. Just like so immersive. This is the demo that should have been in Mercenaries 3D. <laughs> if right. it was, if it was ready by that time, but. Oh, yeah. Indeed. And basically, I mean, what this demo is to it, it is, you know, the TGS demo, but it, I, mean, I think, I think I even played it earlier at Gamescom even, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, compared to that first demo that's included with Mercenaries, which is also the, the first demo that was actually available for the game, uh, back mm-hmm. last year at that Nintendo. Right, World, right, right. Uh, yeah, Nintendo World 2011. Yep. And I mean, it, it's it's not a bad demo, but it's just really short and really easy. I think in my playtime at the Nintendo World, at one point I beat it like four times in like the playtime, and just you know just kept going. Yeah. So I think we talked about this on on a uh, Famicast episode, but yeah, I'm like did. at that Nintendo show. I think both me and Danny, um, <laughs> uh, we hadn't actually met at that point, but. Uh, we both played through the demo, is it two or three times in the allotted time that we're given mm-hmm. with the game? <laughs> it's crazy. Like finding, like trying to find secrets and like mm-hmm. other control options within that time. It was just so pathetically short. I mean, you know, one, one thing I did notice about this new demo though, there is some kind of a time limit on there because I remember one point I had just set it down and I don't know. I don't, I don't even think I even pressed pause. I just sat it down in like a room where that I cleared out or whatever and, after a while, it's like, hey, thanks for playing. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa wait a second. No! <laughs> and then had to, like, restart the demo. I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but, you know, it's just still got that element but, that's uh, actually still in there. Yeah. So this new one is, um, it's a lot, you, you've got, like, some puzzles to solve, a lot more enemies. Yeah. A lot more rooms. There's that, you know, that now infamous room with the kind of the smoke, you know, mm-hmm. kind of gathering on the on the ground in that kind of dining hall area, which looks incredible. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. It it gets to like you even get cutscenes, right? There's cutscenes. You get an intro cutscene, outro cutscene, uh, maybe a little cutscene in the middle. Um, yeah, it's really really good. And it, it ends at a point where you like you really want to keep playing. It's it's such a good demo. It just like hooks you, and it's like you get to this point on the ship, and you're like, oh, I want to keep playing, and then you know, and then it quits. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's see, what didn't we talk about? I have my 3DS open just to look which demos we haven't discussed. Uh, so the Love Plus one, that's just photo taking and looking at girls. What else? <laughs> I, I deleted that one within a minute of downloading, of downloading it. I mean, ah, uh, I, I feel in, ashamed, uh, even... embarrassed, and pissed off. <laughs> I mean, I downloaded that. <laughs> I, I don't feel necessarily embar- embarrassed by downloading something by Love Plus, but I will say this. That is also a terrible demo. Like terrible, that's terrible that's demo. that has no nothing to do with the game. It's just looking around this girl and trying to talk to her in Japanese. It's like <laughs> okay, and it, the picture taken is not even in 3D. It's just 2D pictures. Yeah, it turns off the 3D, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and it's only one mode. I mean, there's three options, and you're like, okay, you've got three options there. You click one takes you to the photography. You click the second girl, it takes you to the photography. It's like, they're all the same freaking mode. Yeah. It's like, what's the point? It, just it, with a different it's, it's girl. It's nothing, even, even if you are interested in this game, it has nothing of the dialogue trees, it has nothing of the more interesting stuff that the game has to offer. And I'm like, this is every, everything? Well, that's a download of a waste. Waste of time. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That was really bad. Um, so um, Metal Gear Solid still doesn't interest me at all. Hmm. I was going to say, if I played the demo at TGS, and I wanted to throw up. I wanted to throw up all over that demo unit, and then just throw it on the ground and stomp it with my puke on it. I've, I've, <laughs> it was yeah. awful. I played, it, I played it four times up to now. I played it at the beginning of 2011. I played it at Gamescom, and I played it twice on my 3DS at the, at the demo here. And I hmm. never of one of the times I was like, this is an interesting game I want to buy. Yeah, I think this was the, my most anticipated and to, you know, least anticipated in, you know, in one swift maneuver. Like, yeah. I mean, I've played like the beginning bit of Snake Eater before and it, it's, it's a very, it's a very tough intro to a game. It's very confusing and very, it's not clear what you're supposed to do. And, uh, and in this this demo does nothing to alleviate that. It's just as equally as confusing and equally as hard. And uh, yeah. you're just kind of thrown in there with these terrible controls. Just absolutely terrible controls. So you're aiming with the buttons, for Christ's sake. It's but, so and, um, Did I, you guys I, I play with the Circle Pad Pro? Yeah, yeah, I did. I also noticed that they added in this in this specific demo, like this first-person mode feature. Yeah, I... I wasn't like, yeah, this is a very interesting new addition to the popular uh, on, Metal on Gear paper, Solid formula. Yeah, on paper, it sounds good. I mean, it's like, it's the ultimate version. It's got the improvements from, like, some improvements from Peace Walker, some improvements from the, you know, the special edition of the game or whatever. Yeah. You know, on paper, it's exciting. And it's like, and it's in 3D and it's like portable, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm... If I'd never played the demo, I might have even bought it. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> now I've played the demo, it's going to put me off a bit. I you think... know, one interesting thing that they yeah. showed me at TGS, I, I haven't even got to play this demo yet. I'm so behind, it's ridiculous. But um, one thing that they showed me was kind of interesting. I mean, I don't think you could really do this with the console version. I yeah. don't see how you could. But um, basically, you can take a picture of something and use that picture as like the base for a design for snakes, uh, basically camo. Right. So I think uh, I talked. I think I talked. We we talked about this before, James, on uh, the fam- the TGS episode of the Famicast, where uh, right, right, they right. took a picture of some weird pencil case that was like pink with polka dots. Right, right, right. And then just yeah, mapped it onto his outfit. I mean, that's weird, but I it's pretty unique to the 3DS version because I you know I don't see. But that's that's TV. not in this demo. Oh, it's not in the demo. No, it's um. Yeah, it's just slightly altered from the other demos that were put out there. So um, okay. it's not major improvements except for that first-person mode, which is not really an improvement at all. <laughs> and considering... <laughs> I, I've played a couple of ports now on the 3DS. We had, like, um, a Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time 3D. Um, Japan and Europe had Tales of the Abyss, which was a port <laughs> of the PlayStation 2 game. And those were both excellent ports of earlier released games on very early on hardware where this is just feels like a step backwards of the original and yeah. that's not a good sign no. right even i remember when they were releasing they had like downloadable videos of this game too i mean i don't know what is wrong it just doesn't look good it's well, i don't know i think um people have said this on rfn before like um when you're playing a metal gear game like if you if you don't know how to play a Metal Gear game, it it feels very it's very. <laughs> I mean, 
it feels like somebody's saying you're playing it wrong. You're playing it wrong. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> the controls are so unintuitive, and uh, <laughs> and this demo just like it's a perfect example of that. You know, and it's going to put people off, and with no explanation, just thrown in there with these terrible controls and you don't know where to go you don't know what you're doing it's like it's a very bad demo to show i, I mean i understand that's probably like this the, the standard demo for metal gear 3 probably when it came out on the ps2 this was the demo for that you know the first level sure. you know <laughs> right it's just like let's just do the first <laughs> level you know just th- throw it in there i mean why not make it a different part of the, the haven't they learned by now that this is not a good bit to show of this game you know why not do a bit further well, in? Well, if they, if they still use the demo after two years, I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> they've learned nothing. No. I would rather have that they put a, put out a demo like for Beyond the Labyrinth for another game that is coming out from Konami. Mm. Yeah. Because, or we uh, might get a demo. Hmm? We, don't, we, we might get a demo for that. Yeah, I hope so. They did one mm. for the other two games, for Love Plus and Metal Gear. So I would hope so that they would do, but... Uh, yeah, that one needs to sell because that's a new IP, and I f- I'm pretty interested in that game more than the other two. So, yeah, I actually seen some pretty cool gameplay videos of that on like 3D streaming video actually just released here recently on the eShop, and it, man, it looks actually pretty good. It looks like it's interesting to play. Um, there's um, yeah. there's even a retro um, RPG option in the options where it will change to like Commodore 64 graphics. <laughs> Which is an what? insane option. Wow. Does that like bring up a keyboard on the bottom screen as well? That'd be cool. No, it's 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 the same gameplay but just with uh, that style of graphics. So you can change to a really um retro look to the model look and backwards back and forth what you want. Which they is, specifically uh, they specifically said Commodore sixty four. No, but or it really looks you, like you it. said that. Yeah, I, I saw the gameplay footage of it because somebody already put up footage of it yesterday. So, like, ten videos, like, more than 80 minutes of material. And two of the, first of the two videos actually shows the guy or person uh, changing it into the retro mode. Alright, cool. Interesting. i have to check that out. I saw the trailer, it does look good. Yeah. Um, also, at this point, we should mention that these are all retail games. Yeah. That these are demos of, which is, which is pretty good. This is a huge step for Nintendo. They've never, ever had any, uh, well, I guess they have on the DS as well, didn't they? Oh, for, handheld, yeah. for handheld games, they have, but these yeah. these are probably the largest in file size, like the largest demos, because the 3DS is more similar to a home console in in right. power, right? That's that's I think that's what I'm getting at. You know, the DS, sure. it's you know, yeah, the DS is the DS. You know, the, the you know those games are not that big, but this we're talking like several hundred megabyte demos of games that were on the PS2 or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's quite a large step to have these things on eShop, so and uh, hopefully and a sign of things to come. Exactly. And speaking of size too, I know that uh, you know I've mentioned before that I you know actually had to upgrade my SD card on my 3DS. I you know I had the initial two gigabyte one, but you know here in Japan because there's tons of stuff that you can at least at one point download from the eShop. Uh, you know, videos from E3, videos from Tokyo Game Show, videos from all sorts of different stuff. So, I mean, a combination of that and then all of these demos, it's just, I just ran out of room. And, you know, now I have a 32 gigabyte card, and that should last me at least for another year. Uh, for, for me, yeah. it was like, uh, within the two, first two months, I had a Japanese 3DS, so I had changed my SD card. 
Uh, wow. Because there was so much stuff coming out. Yeah, sorry. Right. Yeah, I'd li- at this point, I'd like to th- throw in my two cents. Yeah, I, I ran out of space as well. I mean, I, I haven't downloaded any, uh, you know, eShop games, so to speak, only the Ambassador games. Uh-huh. Um, but I had a few 3D uh, videos I'd taken on there, and those would, I had to quickly take those off and put them, like, back them up on my computer. And then, I think it was, I was talking to you, Danny. I was trying to download the Ace Combat demo, uh-huh. and I, I couldn't do it. So if you, I didn't even have all the demos on. I didn't, like I said, I didn't download those, you know, stupid like girly demos. Hey, and I'd, I'd already deleted <laughs> Love Plus, and uh, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't download Crane Shinchan. And uh, oh come on! So you, at this point, if you're an ambassador and you tr- you cannot fit all current demos onto a standard. 2D, 2 gigabyte card. That's it. You, you, you just can't. So I had to download, uh, uh, sorry, I had to delete, uh, Monster Hunter, which is, uh, like I said, 1200 blocks, which I, I think is probably like half a gig, I would guess. Yeah, I, I mean, if, if not, it's at least a couple hundred megabytes, and that's a big chunk of that 2 gigabytes, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's pretty big. I mean, I, yeah, I, I had a lot of space after deleting that. You know, mm-hmm. I could I could happily download a lot of more things after that. Yeah. Now, yeah, I have like two hundred thousand blocks free. <laughs> so I mean, that's it. You know, I just downloaded like a Game Boy game today, and it's like, oh, this is twenty three blocks. Yes. You know, twenty <laughs> three. I could download so many more of these and still be fine. Yeah. Because I I had it done very quick. I only had to upgrade my European one two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago, because of. Uh, Mighty Switch Force, which was 1,600 blocks. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's even bigger than the Monster Hunter demo. Yeah. It's the biggest game on any eShop so far. Um, But, um, I think... Is that that because uh, of the... Does it have anything specifically, like, large, like, videos in it, something? Well, I think it has to do with the art assets, which are really nice and rendered. Oh, right. And the 3D is really good, so... Mm -hmm. Um, but um, so far, the Japanese stuff is concerned. First was Nintendo conference, then uh, the first Nintendo Direct, and after that was like, I have all these games, I have all these videos, um, the system update is coming, what should I do? Oh, I have to just buy an SD card. Okay. So is it easy to transfer stuff over to a new card? I mean, how, yes. do, you, how oh, yeah, do you even do yeah. it? Um, I yeah. would suggest... Um, because if you have only one system yeah. done, not everyone has three systems yeah. like you. <laughs> That's not very nice to say. But anyway, <laughs> no, it's true. Um, but um, I've done it twice, so I know exactly what to do, so that's a bit shamey. Um, mm-hmm. So I would suggest that first, when you buy a new card, I would format it before you use it, um, just to make sure it works properly. Um, then you put all your stuff basically on... Um, on your PC, uh, clean the old SD card, and then put anything, everything you have on the new one, and then you're done okay. and good to so go. So you can just copy it onto the uh, onto a computer, and it, it's fine. So all yeah, the files, exactly. the, all the files show up in on your PC. Yeah, that's that's it. So I would, just, I thought that there might be hidden files or something like that, so you couldn't do that. But no, there is cool. surprisingly enough, there's no hidden files which you can find on the on the SD card stuff. So. Right, it's and I guess it recognizes up. that you've downloaded it on that system, and then it allows you to view them again, right? Yeah, exactly. because uh, that's something that the the Wii and and 
and Desireware licenses always have done that they recognize that you have bought those games. So uh, there's no really an issue there. Oh, and this reminds me of a question somebody asked on the forums about the demos, like um, the play count. Have, have any of you guys gone to zero and like deleted it and re-downloaded it to see if you can, you know, the play count resets? Mm, no, I have one try left for the Ace Combat demo, which I could try right now. But, uh, <laughs> I don't well, know. you don't like it, right? So you might as well just play it and then... <laughs> We're just turning it on it. and just back out. Yeah, yeah, no, that would take a while. That would take a long time to re-download it and everything. But I, I'm I'm assuming no, because it would recognize that probably it's got some yeah. file on the system. Yeah, it has right. to do, again, with the license. Just like um, where they can recognize if you have downloaded certain games, they can recognize if you have already used your play account. Right, yeah. So, so if you would, if you wanted to download again, you would have to delete your entire eShop account. Huh. <laughs> also, <laughs> be worth it. I wonder, what, I wonder what happens if you, when you do get to zero, does it just explode like a little animation which just shows the little <laughs> icon exploding and then deletes itself? Well, let's find <laughs> out, sir. I'll do it right now. I'm doing it live to all you talk. Keep talking. Keep talking. Okay. It's live. It's gonna explode. So, 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 Danny, you haven't even played Biohazard, so what's your favorite demo? Hey, actually, I have played that. Oh, you, well, you played it at TGS. Well, that's, that's cheating. No, no, no. I, I, did, I did actually get to play this through this demo. Okay, okay. Um, did did actually, you complete the demo? I didn't, because then that was a time I was making really good progress, and then all of a sudden I sat it down for a couple of seconds, and it was like, oh, thanks for playing. And I was like, oh, God. So it is timed. Yeah, I thought I, d I did quite well. I mean, I, I flew through the demo on my first go, got to the end, but yeah, I, I, mean, I didn't know if it was because of a time limit or because I reached a certain room. I, I think it's like 15 or 20 minutes or something. It's quite I mean, long. Yeah. I was I was surprised because when that happened, because I just, like I said, I just sat it down just for a little bit and I came back and I, was, I just saw that. And I was like, oh, are you kidding? Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, and also the Monster Hunter one is also timed. I think, right. Yeah, well, at least like the the missions that you do, like with the so basically, you know, you accept the mission or whatever, and then you you have I think like twenty minutes or ten minutes or something, depending on which one you're doing, like the easy one or the hard one. And did did uh, we hear about another demo coming up soon? For I, Monster Hunter? No, 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 no. For a, a new game entirely. Um, uh, I have a feeling we were just talking about it before we started recording. Don, did you say something? I don't think uh, not for Japan, uh, for, Euro for Europe, oh, for Europe, yeah. and America. What, are Europe? what did they um, um, Hopefully next week, not this week, because this week is again Resident Evil Revelations and Cooking Mama. Um, next week should be for Mario and Sonic London 2012. Oh right, yes, which yeah, Japan isn't getting. So yeah, yeah, and then hopefully soon after that one for Rayman Origins. Nice, that's a good demo to, to have, because a lot of people should play that game and probably haven't, so. Um, I am just stopped uh, trying uh, the last try on um, Ace Combat, and it takes me to the page information on the eShop. Okay, so if you oh. try and load it up, it just takes you to the eShop. Yeah, just uh, the information okay. about the game. Okay, mm -hmm. gotcha, okay. gotcha. Okay. And is the icon still on your on, on your uh yeah, I, I I click the icon and it says, "Do you want to go to the Nintendo eShop?" I said, "Okay." Uh, 
And it said, yes, and it brought me to the info page of the game on the eShop, and that's all it did. So and it basically, does, it, doesn't say, it doesn't say, do you want to delete this useless 300 megabyte <laughs> file? No. Which would make sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it just keeps that on your system because, you, you know, you need it. Just exactly. clogging up your SD card. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to delete this after we're done recording. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Is there anything else to talk about demos? Actually, I think that about covers it up. Unless any of you guys played the, you know, the girls' edition model. No, no, no I, no I played, played it. I played it once, but I can't remember anything of it really. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe I should start playing the crap out of it and then write up like a five-page review for the site. <laughs> of the demo. The de- of the demo. <laughs> ten out of ten. So talking, uh, yeah. talking about uh, demos. This just quickly for North America because I don't think anyone really talked about this. All the 50 demos are available on the Wii Shop channel. Yeah. That's right. They, they, they talked about that on RFN this, yeah. this week or last week, if you're hearing it. <laughs> yeah. It's probably but a new it's, episode uh, by now. I still find it insane that they did that. Yeah. And also yeah. that, that, that equally is hard to, hard to find or not really hard, but just like unintuitive. <laughs> just like going to yeah. genre and then demos, you know, it's like, and some then things, some things never change. Yeah. They never, done, they never have it, yeah. done that for, for Europe yet. It's still that they have one demo available here in Europe. Okay. So I don't know what's up with that. It's a weird situation, really. Yeah. Well, you know, if we can. You know, get something from out of all of this. You know, Nintendo are gradually coming around with demos. So you know. yeah, and yeah. I mean, obviously, it, it's great that they're they're starting to do this and become a little bit more, I don't know, progressive. Uh, but I mean, obviously, with a lot of other things in the 3DS, there's still a lot of room for improvement. But you know, hey, we'll just take them. You know, just take what we can when we can, and that, that's about all that we can do. Yeah, they are learning at least. So that's something. Uh, because first you had the DS demos, which you had to download from the Nintendo channel and couldn't keep. Then you had the Wii <laughs> demos, which you could keep for a limited time. And now you have the 3DS demos, which you can download but have only a limited playtime. So they are learning, bit by bit, hmm. about how demos should improve a player's experience. Hmm. Right. Yeah. And hopefully they'll extend it to you know downloadable games if they're, if they're worthy of having a demo. Oh, if yeah. they're large enough to have a demo. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool to have a demo of Mighty Switch Force. But, um, I think it would also be handy to have like a demo of um, Paul Blocks, Bushmo, Hikoso. Yeah, yeah. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. Just a, just a few, you know, three or four puzzles and, you know, get the yeah. idea. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Great. All right. Well, uh, I think that about does it here for us. Again, this is Danny Bivens and like and James Charlton and Nintendo Don Koopman signing out for the night. So yeah. No hello please here. It's gonna be hello goodbye. So okay. see you later. See ya. Now I have to think of Beatles songs. Damn you. <laughs>
and welcome to this segment of Connectivity. Uh, I am Scott Thompson. I'm here with Neil Ronahan. Why, hello there. And Zachary Miller. Pop, pop! <laughs> <laughs> Plus two for the community reference. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we're here. We're going to talk Swap Note. Um, if you happen to follow all of us on Twitter, you saw that we probably, uh, Zach, myself, and Neil got into a semi-heated, not really, debate on Twitter about the, uh, I don't know about swap note. Oh wow, it's Zach! The, the temperature in Alaska was negative five point five degrees Fahrenheit on January. Really, 1st. really. And what uh, Neil's doing now is he hasn't downloaded notes in roughly probably <laughs> almost a month since well, swap uh, notes came since, out. Since January first, <laughs> I did it the morning of January first, and that was the last time. Yeah. So it. he's downloading all his notes now, twenty at a time, as that's how swap note. Uh, for whatever reason, that's the gate swap notes put up. They don't want to over overload you with 30 minutes of downloading notes, so they do 20 at a time. Right. So let's kind of talk about what swap note is for a minute here. Um, for a long time now, uh, Nintendo really hasn't had much of a messaging system uh, on either the DS or the Wii. I know the Wii, you can send friends messages through the, the message board. Um, right. Which is okay, yeah, um, but you know it's it's nothing like Xbox Live or PSN where you send a message, it pops up on the person's screen, letting them know they got it, and it's instantaneous and you know it's useful. Um, so swap note. I like is how Johnny the, ad- advertises for RFN. Are we doing the same thing for connectivity? Because we should. I have. Advise. I have yes. been. Yeah. Good. I've good. been sending out messages. Yeah. <laughs> I'll probably get that in a half an hour. Yeah, probably for like two episodes ago. <laughs> Uh, so swap note is Nintendo's attempt to kind of make messaging fun. Uh, so instead of just sending instant messages to uh, people on your friends list, you send a note, which is very much like snail mail in a way, uh, as in it takes them a while to get it. Uh, they don't know who it's from when they receive it. They have to open it and download the message, and then there it is. And they can reply to you, but you can't reply back to it. Yeah, that, yeah that's weird. <laughs> yeah, it, it's very uh, interesting. So, yeah, it's fun. Uh, Zach, what do, what do you think about Swap Note at this point? I mean, you, to me, you're like King Swap Note. I mean, you're a maestro on this thing. If, if anyone <laughs> listening doesn't, isn't friends with Zach on their 3DS, out of everyone on the connectivity crew, the connectables, if you will, uh, you have to add Zach because Aww. his drawings and his, well, his drawings of dinosaurs are great, or dragons, as he's been doing recently, and then his pictures of his female model figures. Oh, you got the uh, Mario Galaxy puzzle? That's cool. Are also great. I got Mario Galaxy and the Mario, new Mario Wii. Ah, cool. Yeah, is that a, good. Is that a later note? I guess I so. hope this makes they, for good radio. They didn't, <laughs> you they just didn't reading your old swap notes? So, <laughs> Zach, what do you think about swap note? I like it a lot. Um, I obviously use it every day. Um, I wish the camera was better, uh, but that's, you know, almost unrelated to Swap Note. Um, but I get a lot of use out of it. I really like, it's kind of like Twitter for your NWR friends, or your friends list, I should say. Everyone on my friends list is from NWR. Um, it's, it's, but it's also really fun. Like Black and Mild is a really good, uh, artist and he does these really funny comics. Uh, and it's really great watching him draw them because that's what that's what's really cool about Swap Note. It's not just you 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 get a message and and pop it's it's on your screen. Um, you you get to watch the person actually draw and write it. Yeah. So it's pretty awesome. Right, especially for the drawings because you get to see uh, how they went about animating it and yeah, you just get to kind of discover it <laughs> as they're going along. So it is really cool. 
Okay, and uh, like a late download of a swap note, Mike's Lens has joined us. Hello. Yeah, because we turned it on, but we can only download three people at a time. <laughs> yeah. So then we have to boot out and get back in. Well, you we got a to... notification that I was available, but I didn't actually download in the background. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would be nice. So, Zach was just talking a little about swap note. Mike, Mike what are your impressions of swap note to this point? Um, uh, I'd say a good amount of positive and a good amount of negative. Um, yes. It makes a uh, really good first impression. Yeah, yeah, except for the fact that you have to, like, unlock everything, which is so stupid. <laughs> like, it should just give you the tutorials and let you either unlock yes, everything or say, here are these tutorials. If you want these features, just read through these tutorials. I definitely... And you'll un- Don't make me send notes in between reading tutorials. Yeah, I definitely basically. agree with right. that, especially when you start getting notes that are like, how do I add a picture? And never mind, yeah. like you just told me. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, that's dumb. Um, I mean, it seems like, you know, they obviously want it to be as simple as possible, so they want to have a slow learning curve on it, and that's fine, but there should at least be the option to get through all of it at the front. Yeah. If you want to. Um, and obviously, I don't like the fact that, like, spot passes here to download things in the background for me, like videos and stuff, so I can just watch them. But, uh, with these notes that can't be more than, like, a couple kilobytes each, I have to, I have to wait. Yeah, it says that's there's a note, but right I don't now. have it ready for you. Yeah. It's stupid. Um, um, just, just so everyone's <laughs> keeping score right now, um, I'm on my second wave of downloads. I did 18, and it got me up to from a uh, covered about January 1st to January 6th. So are you actually looking at them, or are you just downloading? A lot yeah, of no, I just I, I looked, I scanned through. Them I all. didn't know it went in waves. Any, I, I don't, I don't get, I don't. Well, I guess girls? I don't know if I just don't get enough swap notes. Yeah, if or, you check it reasonably, then you probably won't get overloaded. I, don't. I haven't checked mine. Last time I New checked Year's it, Day. I think I had like 12 or 15 notes, but I guess you need more than that to reach the threshold. I think it's yeah, 20 it's, is the limit. It's, it's 20 at a time, right. yeah. Well, I might have met it now then, I don't know. Um, but on the plus side, I, I do really like swap note. Um, I don't want to talk negatively about it too much because we talked a lot of, about a lot of talked about it a lot on the last time on one of the last things I recorded how we were talking about like why can't I just click send a message in the friends app to pop open swap note and pre-address something to this person that would be great um that I talked about that in the in the predictions um segment we did last week but um on the plus side I like it um I treat it like a social network in that I always send everything to everyone and I always reply all and that basically makes it like like a flip book, almost like a flip book, but not quite. Like almost like a drawing for Twitter. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because like, you only I, have so I much ink, to, uh, and you fellow... can draw whatever you want, but you only have so much ink, and then you can send right. it to your whole friends list. So it's it's kind of like just like Twitter in that regard, and I like that about it a lot yeah. because it tends to generate a lot of humor. Yeah. Um, like someone draws something really hilarious, and then there's like a equally brilliant response, and everyone can see all of it, and that is the most brilliant part of swap note to me is that it's, it's almost not like swapping notes. It's more like posting on a bulletin board that everyone yeah, can yeah. see. Although a uh, uh, friend of the show, Nathan Mustafa has asked me to take him off the distribution list when I send out girly pictures. <laughs> yeah, Toy girly pictures. Why? Well, he said, Does he have a kid. No, he doesn't have a kid, but he has a fiance and he, and her uh, parents live with them, I think, or her grandparents. So uh, he doesn't want something just popping up on his screen so anyone could be uh, watching. That's funny. So when you send out girl pictures, you have to go through and just manually yeah. move him? Oh, jeez. Select all and then deselect Nate. That's yeah. not that yep. difficult at That's least. not too bad. Yeah. No. So 
Neil, yeah, Neil, why don't you why don't you talk about? Because I think you're you're the biggest detractor. Yeah. So why don't why don't you talk? I mean, my problem with it is that it's just the user interface is freaking awful. Like, I really oh. I fell in love with this for that first week or so when everyone was really into it and it was new. Um, and you know, you're, the drawing thing is really cool. They're, like the the idea of it is so cool because you get to see what people are drawing. You know, the the use of 3D while there's not a lot of depth to the to the depth. Yeah, yeah. Um, because there's only the two layers, it's basically like 3D or not 3D. Right. But it still looks the depth, really cool. the, the depth isn't deep. Yeah, but I mean, it is it is still neat in that regard, and people can do cool things with it. Uh, the ink but, for for guys like me who draw stuff, the ink limit is really annoying. Yeah, well, yeah I've, no, I've noticed people actually really, have trouble uh, with that. Really intricate too, especially if you're drawing like a, you know, like a. A huge like, dick. Like, the dinosaur, dinosaur things that you draw are like so detailed on <laughs> down to the fossil level. Yeah, not as detailed but, as I want them to be. It still blows me away. I can't do shit on that thing. Like <laughs> I, I try to draw pictures and I'm just terrible. I have no artistic like. I mean, I think that might be the reason why whatsoever. someone like Zach gets a lot more out of it than someone like me because he he's more of an artist than I am. Like I I, I doodle. That that's about yeah. it. But I mean, yeah. my main thing with it is that like it becomes a chore. And that's what I realized. I kept on looking at it, and I'd just be going through, you know, ten notes that it's just like, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, which is, you know, it's nice that everyone's saying Merry Christmas to me. But at the same time, I don't need to see it eight times. And yeah. there's no way of knowing who that note is from until you click on it, have to wait yeah. for it to load, yeah. see their me pop up and everything. I wish there was some way that you could sort it by author um, see a subject or something as oh, opposed to just nice. having new, 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 because it takes so long to go from note to note. It's just like, what the hell were they thinking? And I guess maybe they were yeah. thinking about it on a much smaller scale that like, right. you aren't going to have people that have 53 DS friends, which we actually discussed this when we talked about it on are. Twitter. And my whole argument for that is like, well, then why is there a limit of 100 people that you can be 3DS friends with? If swap yeah. note really just becomes disastrous, if you like have more than five friends actively using it. Yeah, well, because if they made the friend limit on 3ds 10 friends, I think yeah. people would have been very angry. Well, yeah, then I don't you know. Make I guess swap note better. Yeah, I suppose. But Nintendo wants to make a game out of it. Really, I mean, that's why you unlock things, and that's why they they want there to be the surprise where oh, I got a note. Like, what is it? Who's it from? I mean, they want that rush of. When you go to the mailbox and you get like a, you know, a letter in the mail with no return address and you're just like, oh wow, like what, what is this? And you're excited to open it and they want to replicate that feeling. It's like what Nintendo's trying to do is they're trying to rekindle what they did back in the 1800s. When yes. They made playing cards. <laughs> and sent out, sent out postage or sent out, uh, sent out letters without a return address just to fuck with people. Yeah. Pretty much. But, uh, yeah, so I, I don't know, but I do agree that, um, you know, us, the, uh, the pimps of NWR, because we have so many friends, it becomes cumbersome very, very easily. And if you aren't keeping up with it every day, it's a chore. Then it's, it's, it's hard to get back to it because you know you're going to have to go through so much. Yeah. And while some people are very creative, like Zach and, and a few others who do a lot of great drawings and a lot of <laughs> pictures and, uh, different things, I think there's one guy, Jesse, I think, who, records like sound clips from games and then has people try to guess what game yep. it's from like yep. that stuff's so cool but then you do get a lot of just like happy tuesday <laughs> you yeah. know and like yeah i'm it, eating it, a sandwich it's yeah the problem what sandwich are you eating so like it's just but there's no way to unfollow people on swap note yeah without you have to be not friends with them on everything then exactly which yep. is no no good 
So yeah, I, mean, yeah, I asked I asked on Twitter um, if people had complaints about it, and I've got some of those. Everyone's complaint is pretty much the same thing. I've got um, um, NBZ, um, Grant, and then um, Drew Covert or Covert Op 77, and pretty much everyone said they just wished it was a system level app so that you didn't have to quit games to switch to it. That that it could just run while games were still on hold in the background. Yeah, because then um, you could even have like. Yo, guys, let's play some Mario Kart, and then it could, you know, be used as a, as a good messaging system as opposed to what it is now. Which it's not like it's terrible. It's just that, like, it 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 almost feels half-assed in a way. And because like it, this isn't picked up chat, we still need another mm-hmm. messaging system. We do. We need it. Need, there needs to be an instant messaging system. Like I saw, yeah. I saw Mike was one day, like, playing 3DS, and I think he was playing Mario Kart, but not online where I could join, and I tried to send him a swap note saying, let's play Mario Kart, but I'm sure you didn't get it for, like, three days, or, you know, at least not till later that day, because it doesn't yeah, download it right say, away. It, it doesn't say, hey... thing that pops up that says, you have a note from, from Scott. Yeah, check it out. You know, yeah, it's just later that day or, to, or the next day, you went and loaded it up, and, oh, okay, well, when? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm not playing now. Um, so, yeah, they need something, but I do, I do like swap note, but they need a, a messaging, a real, true, just instant messaging system on top of it, I think. The notes yeah. are fun, but it's sort of a novelty. A fun novelty that I enjoy. I wonder if they... You know, we were always supposed to get some kind of messaging system, but I wonder if uh, if SwapNote came about because they didn't build the OS to support an instant messaging system. I don't know. Of course they didn't. Well, yeah, you're, you're probably right. Yeah. That's why it's a separate game, basically, that just imports your friend list. Yeah, you're probably right. That's why it doesn't run at the system level. Yeah, best I got. Can you imagine if Wii U shipped and, and SwapNote was its its messaging system? Yes. Uh, God, that would be terrible. <laughs> Although I'm sure it could download notes instantaneously. It'll, but probably, still. Be, it'll probably be true. Yeah, probably. <laughs> SwapNote you, and then, yeah, it'll just... That would, that would be I cool. Mean, that'll imagine be people drawing time. pictures. Yeah, like on that tablet? Yeah, that would be neat. You know, I'm also it, kind of surprised that the... Um, you know, in uh, PictoChat on the DSi, you could do rainbow colors. I'm surprised that's not in this. Oh, yeah, no colors. Well, no, they yeah. need yeah, to, no make, they need to wait for the 3DSi. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. God. But, yeah. So, I guess in closing, Swapnote is a neat little toy, but it needs a lot of work. Now, do you guys think Nintendo will actually ever update Swapnote, no. or do you think this is it? No. This is This is what we get. This is what we get. Yeah, I kind of think so, too. There might be Not minor like tweaks, but I don't think anything on the level that we want. Like, really, right. if there was just, like, an an author, <laughs> like, I could just sort by Zach and see whatever he's doing and ignore the rest, that would be great. <laughs> no offense oh. to all you fine listeners out there, but... <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, and then maybe shit. have it, like, Zach could make it a category of just girly figures, and I could skip those. <laughs> or save them. <laughs> or save them for later. <laughs> to your SD card. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That would be nice. But I agree. I don't think it's going to get changed very much. It might get easier to navigate as time goes on and less and less people are sending out notes still. Yeah. I think we're still in the uh, sort of the golden age of Swap Note where everyone's <laughs> excited and sending notes. But give it like three months and I bet... I already have stopped. Yeah, I don't really... I, I send out like new reminders of connectivity episodes because I like doing that. But I, I have, I've been away from it now for almost a week, so already, like, I've got that hurdle of, well, I've got to download 150 notes, it's gonna take me half an hour, and I'm gonna have to go there's through no one by one. There's no mark all as red. Like, there's no way nope. to just mark all as red. Right. 
It actually oh, yeah, takes a long this, time. Scott. It takes a long time to delete stuff. New episode of Connectivity today. We talk yep, game we of the it. year. Let us know what you think. There you go. <laughs> it's a good episode. You should listen to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah two weeks ago. <laughs> That's so, still yeah. how much I have left. Yeah, you've got a ways to go. I'm only on January 7th. I will not finish this. I can tell you that much. <laughs> not a chance. Oh, my God. You, how many friends are you on your friends list, Neil? I think, like, 50. But the okay, funny thing is that, like, these... I've got, like, maybe a dozen. I have 89. Maybe, maybe the 15. funny thing is that the, oh, these are basically from the same, like, six people. Like, that's the thing that's kind of yeah. ridiculous. Oh. It's not there like... are those people who just send out a bunch, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's swap note. So, kind of good, kind of bad. Everyone try to add Mike on their 3DS so he'll get a million <laughs> friends and know all the complaints. And then he'll I hate I think I have all too. of you guys. You probably do. I'm, run- I'm running out of girls to take pictures of. <laughs> You're going to have to go shopping. <laughs> 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 all right. See you guys later. Bye. All right. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode. Uh, as always, you can send us listener mail at connectivity and nintendoworldreport.com. Uh, if you get a chance, if you would be so kind as to review and rate us on iTunes. Uh, we keep getting more and more, and it's been awesome, so thank you very much for the positive feedback. And that will do it. So we'll see you back for episode 19 next week. Take it easy.